<laughs> I can't even say hi. Okay. I, 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 I often say we, you know, oh, we should have hit record. We should have hit record two hours ago, an hour today and an hour yesterday. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. <laughs> because we have had, okay, we at least 12 topics, right? Probably more. Yeah. At least 12 topics. But Patricia Lindner, it is great to, to have you finally hitting record for the for the world to experience our our joy here. We are just having way too much fun. Yeah, totally, Bradley. That's so, so true. And I enjoy the depth and the fun and the joy in our conversation and the alignment. So excited yeah. to talk with you in the next like 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah. So we we were even we've been talking for many minutes now about what we could talk about and mm -hmm. how and thank you because you, you know, gave, gave it back to me that I like to have you know a single topic and short try to keep it under 20 minutes that kind of thing because we I, I'm not kidding we've been talking for two hours an hour today and an hour yesterday yeah, right. and have just and so we both have done improv so we're very yes and we're yes anding it and we just keep growing and building on each other. And it's just, it's a wonderful energy providing conversation. And yet, I think the topic that we were, were hoping to talk about here is why we were talking about frequency a lot. Why do we not do or offer some of the, the things or the experiences or services or talents or capabilities that we have and maybe we're super good at and they even give us energy when we offer them and yet we don't offer them. And I'm wondering, we talked about frequency, is that a frequency mismatch? Is there something not in alignment? That is preventing us. You you said something interesting. You said decide and undecide and then redecide. Oh, I love that. But you mentioned improv. We both talked about improv, how we both do improv comedy, improv theater, and then also the logo synthesis, which I don't know anything about. And how you even said in our conversation, wow, this is so natural for me. And yet I'm not offering it. Yeah. yeah. What's in that? What's behind that? And I have the same thing. A couple of things I thought we were talking about meditation and how I'm very visual in my meditation. I'm, I'm very connected in my meditation. And I get crazy amounts of joy <laughs> from this. And yet I just go on with my day and do tax law. Yeah. Sorry, that's my, that's my yeah. bad joke about tax law. I don't really do tax law. <laughs> But I think that's so that's so real for most of the people. That is being um that is when people say, I am stuck. I am stuck in yeah. this comfort zone, which actually mm. is a comfort zone of pain for me because we feel so natural and familiar in this zone. And yet there is this longing and this big desire for more. But then we don't even dare to expand 
because something secretive is holding us back. This is like this, this invisible rubber band that is uh, holding us back, that is keeping us in the closet, that is telling us to forget about all our crazy ideas and maybe yeah. what are people going to say about us? Um, what if I fail with this idea? Yeah. What if um, no one wants to hear that? Um, what if I outshine someone, maybe someone from the family? That's oftentimes something that I experience with myself and clients. Yeah. Um, so I guess there are so many things why we don't take this leap to expand our zone and add all those amazing gifts that lay dormant inside of us. I don't know what you say about this, Bradley. <laughs> you said you wrote stuck in this comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And that or even numb, numb, comfortably numb mm -hmm. in the comfort zone. Isn't that was that Pink Floyd? It's a song. <laughs> I just thought about Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> but but numb. Numb, I think of in negative, I think of negatively. But what if we're sort of neutral, like we're comfortably mm -hmm. neutral? I, mm -hmm. I guess numb could be neutral, right? Uh, not good, not bad. I'm just sort of, I'm indifferent. Yeah. I do this thing or I do my job. Why do I do my job? Well, I have to make money. Why do I need to make money? Oh, I need to pay rent. I need to eat yeah. food. But what about these things? Like, you know, in the time we've spoken together, you it was it was clear to even see like visually to see you when you mentioned improv theater and you mentioned this logo synthesis. And I I could say I'm like, oh, oh, of course, improv. I also do improv, so I'm super excited about that one. But then this logo synthesis, I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? And you told me a little bit about it. I said, oh, oh, that sounds interesting. And then you said, yeah, wow. And you even like doubt, wow, why don't I offer this? Yeah, now, now that I, I listen to you, I know why I don't offer it. Okay. Because I really, and this is just a vulnerable, honest share. Yeah. I have been trying to be contagious with logosynthesis, but not frequently contagious. I just put it out several times, maybe in the last couple of years maybe three times, which is not often to put it out there into this big universe. And I wanted people to learn more about logosynthesis and not really many people or sometimes nobody reacted to this post. And then I felt like, and this is the vulnerable part. Okay, Patricia, weirdo, this is something that the world is not ready. And if you put it out there on LinkedIn, yeah. People just think she is insane. How could the power of words liberate me from false narrative or past memories or future fantasies? How could the power of words bring me into the here and now? She is crazy. Yeah. And I thought, I don't want to be seen as crazy, but now, and I'm so grateful for our conversation, I just think, why not? I don't want to be normal I don't want to be in the box. 
I want to be me and this is a person that wants more and that wants to be crazy. So this was an inspiration um, as well <laughs> and a realization. You said yesterday you were teaching an improv class to kids. Yes. And that, what did the little girl say about crazy? Uh, the little girl said that crazy, everyone needs to be crazy and crazy is normal. Everyone needs to be crazy. This is so healthy to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's interesting also about we're using the word crazy, but that's just a definition from yeah. society around us mm -hmm. labeling these actions as crazy. Yeah. Whereas... If you look back in, in history, you know, certain things way back when were considered crazy and now they're not. And so, so maybe it is a little bit like you said, oh, that it's just not the time for you. Oh, you're, you're ahead of your time or behind your time. Mm. And now is not the time for this or for that. But of course, this is the time we live, right? Our, we're living now. And so this is the time for us. And so, yeah, I, 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 of course, whenever I have an upcoming book, I think in terms of the upcoming book. And so I, I, right now, frequency. So I'm thinking of frequency. And I'm thinking even of like, I can think of like, I don't know, two, if I think of these, here's two pieces of paper. I know you can't see them very well. But here's your frequency and here's the present frequency. And if they are aligned right now, then they just become one. And now it's aligned. You and the present are aligned as one. But then if there's another, so that's good. Yay, right? That worked. Yay, happy. But then, oh, wait a minute. Here's the other people's reality of the frequency. And that's different. And so even though you and the present match up with right now, and with what we're talking about, you know, topic X, Y, Z, logo synthesis or improv comedy or whatever it is. And, but, oh, you don't match up with these other people's frequency right now. And then I think, okay, well, of course, I think the easy answer is, well, then you don't match up with these people. But there's got to be, like, I'm going to drop these people and find other people. <laughs> and here's the other people. And, oh, look, and they do match up. Maybe I don't, I'm, I'm talking through this as if I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is this is great, Bradley, because now the big realization just we didn't know each other before. We just met yesterday before yesterday. And this is so impactful on my life to share with everyone who is listening to this episode of yours. Um, this is really impactful because I was so surprised and I couldn't really think about this, about a connection, like the connection we are having now. Yeah. We just yeah. met. This was out of the blue. We met. And yeah. then we realized, okay, ah, oh, you have the same interest. Ah, oh, okay. You, oh, we can talk about this. You don't judge me. Yeah. Mm, you can share this. And this is so inspiring and see connections of the same frequency they are so empowering and inspiring and uplifting 
Isn't that amazing? So you are a gift to me, Bradley. <laughs> wow. Thank you. And you are a gift to me. Okay. So I often think of, so, I, so I've written all these books, right? And I, the comment I often get is something like, wow, that's great for you. But how do I do that? Or, oh, that's so many, I could never do that. I think, okay, that's fine. Of course, I started with zero books also at some point. But so I think what you, what we're saying here is we found each other. Okay, let's get into really practical terms. How did we find each other? And how did this, how did these two frequencies, you and me even, how did we then connect? And then in crazy practical terms, I shouldn't use the word crazy. <laughs> In, in extremely practical terms, we found each other through PodMatch. Yes. And if you don't know PodMatch, it's a fantastic service. I love it. Mm -hmm. And it connects uh, podcast hosts and podcast guests. And what's beautiful about it, and this is, here's the, I think the most important element is the fact that you and I exist on this platform. Yeah. And we are daring enough to put out there, you know, some stuff about what we do. You mentioned things like human design and uh, gene keys and uh, spirituality, basically meditation. You didn't mention improv. We didn't really, I don't remember too much about books. And so that we didn't know, but one little thing. And I, I'm like, oh, 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 that's, mm -hmm. that's a connection. That's, that's one little, little tiny, 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 tiny alignment of frequency. And then we connect and then we can see if there's more frequencies. And yeah, it's, then... po it's possible that we connect and there's no frequency match. And we say, oh, well, you know, have a nice day. That's okay. That, that's the worst that can happen is like, oh, you know, we don't really match up. So, oh, well, have a nice day. And that's okay. We could have talked about human design as this was the yeah. connecting frequency. Yeah. But I remember we didn't touch upon human design in the first half an hour because yeah. there was yeah. so much. And I think an important factor is openness and intuition yeah. Yeah. because so the minute you showed up on Zoom, I was like, okay, there is something, mm. a feeling of feeling aligned. And then there is this openness. I can share about myself. I can be daring. Yeah, I can yeah. dare to be vulnerable. I can dare to be open. Um, and then there is yeah. this openness that allows more and more and more. Yeah. I have a, um, I wrote a, an article. It's so many years ago. And it's called Just Put On The Shoes. Mm -hmm. And I talk about a jogging, which I don't really like, and writing, which I didn't used to like so much. But it was jogging, just put on the shoes. That's the very first step in this big thing that, that seems really scary. And so what you and I both did as far as put on the shoes is we both have a profile on PodMatch. I keep bringing it back to this. I'm trying to be practical, right? Yeah. Because I can understand people saying, Okay, Bradley, well, I want to meet a Patricia person or I want to meet someone where I connect on a, on the same frequency. 
And my answer is to put on the shoes, to put on the shoes and get out the door and really get out the door. I mean, it, it pre-Zoom, pre-internet, you and I maybe would have met in real life in real person at, uh, I don't know, an event about human design or mm-hmm. writing or meditation improv. or improv. Maybe we met at improv, improv theater class. And then we would have met and we would have had a cup mm-hmm. of tea and we would have maybe talked about a few other things. Like, oh, you like that. Oh, you like this. Oh, you like that. Oh, you like that. Mm-hmm. And then we would have connected with frequency. Yeah. And so this putting on the shoes is yeah. doing a tangible action step. And so this yeah, is having yeah, an intention, yeah. following your it is not a thinking process it is an inner knowing it is a knowing knowingness and then being open receive and do a tangible action step i guess without tangible actions we always stay where we are and this is the status quo and this leads us back to what is normal and what is crazy and what is outside the box and (laughs) i think everything can be seen in a more open way there is so much more out there there is so much more possible we just need to be active daring and let go of what the past maybe tells us in false narrative ways yeah you know another i think another side of open is being open to disappointment or open mm-hmm. to maybe we don't connect. Mm-hmm. Oh, oops. Oh, well. And that's failure, failure in quotes, because maybe that's the reason you don't do it or you don't put on the shoes because you think I might not meet my Patricia today. Mm-hmm. I might not meet this great connection. And maybe we don't connect and it's terrible. And I, when we have a terrible conversation and I cry. Right. That that's that's for me, I think would be the worst outcome. Yeah. I think, okay, that that's not fun. Nope. But I but if you weigh the, the pros and cons, okay, so we have a terrible conversation, we don't connect, and I go away crying. Okay, that's bad. Whereas what's the potential upside, the potential positive uh outcome, yeah. I think outweighs the the potential negative and maybe that's the optimist in me but that's why i put on the shoes yeah and you talked about failure and i think there is no such thing as failure there is only a learning opportunity and if you see it that way i love the visual of thinking that what happens to me now what i'm experiencing right now just leads me to the next step And it leads me to the next step. And it leads me to the next step. And so everything is good for something. So it is just an experience. It is just an experience. And it is an interesting perception to call it failure. Who said that this is failure? Why don't we just see it as learning opportunities and of ways that just guide us to the next step? Because every time you learn something yeah okay so i have to i have to comment on this because you are saying something that is more easily said than done and i Mm -hmm. say this from experience 
because I now agree with you completely about seeing failure as a learning opportunity, but I didn't used to see it like that. I was so scared of failure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure we can all admit it because it's beautiful and powerful what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But if I think of me 10 years ago and I think of starting to write or like improv comedy, forget it. No way would I have done that 10 years ago. I was scared to even write, to hide it behind my computer and write books yeah. because of failure. But whereas now I'm like, oh, failure. Oh, give me some more because that's the best learning environment. But I just wanted to bring that out that me of years ago would not have think, thought this conversation about failure is so easy because I think it is a hard one to get over. And yeah. but once you can, and once you can see failure as a learning opportunity, then it's a huge step. Can I ask you a personal question around this? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so uh -oh. how did you overcome this? Did you figure out what was giving you this feeling of, maybe that's a failure. I better hide in the closet. Uh, I better don't show up. What did you, because I have, I myself have certain experiences and theories and practical stuff around this, but I would love to hear how did you practically and pragmatically overcome this? Because I guess this is what interests people. Yeah. And I have a very clear answer. And I wish that I was so powerful and strong enough to have done it on my own. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. But I I did it with help of, from someone else. And it was the invitation, the push from someone else who saw what I was struggling with mm -hmm. and gave me that push, gave me that invitation to get over the failure. So I think if I had never had the invitation, and I know in human design, talk about the invitation to respond, I think it's called. Yeah. And I needed that. And I think if John Muldoon had never invited me to a 30-day challenge, mm -hmm. I might still be in the same fear of failure state that I was back then. Which, by the way, fear of failure, if you're listening and you have fear of failure, I, I completely understand it is not fun. It is not fun. It is not fun at all. And oftentimes, no. so this comes from parents or ancestors or something that you learned at school, something that you learned from society and you took it on as yours. That's what I experienced. Oftentimes yeah. it is not yours and you just dropped it. You just... Um, took it on and it is so um, liberating to let go of all those narratives, this default circuit that runs around in your head, this voice that tells you, no, don't, don't, don't do this. Don't dare to write a book. Yeah. Um, yeah. This comes from, oftentimes it comes from somewhere in your yeah. story, maybe even from, past life stories yeah. that could be yeah. something okay to to come back to the beginning 
and wrap mm -hmm. and wrap this topic up with a nice pretty bow then we talked about to begin with is why are we not doing some of the things that we feel or know that we could or should be doing according to our own selves and why are we not doing them and it's funny because here here's Bradley and Patricia who say failure is is learning and yet even us experienced failure professionals <laughs> Yeah. Even us, we are still not doing some of the things that we think we could or should be doing. And why are we not doing them? And and we even know, sort of intellectually, we know that doing the things would have a greater benefit than potential uh, bad bad part. And yet... There's still things we don't do it. And I think part of the answer is just talking through it like we just have done. Yeah, and I think it is always a learning curve and it's a process and you just can't snap with the finger and say, now, no, I am yeah. the one who doesn't fear failure. And I guess so I did a lot of work around this. Uh, I had some mentors. I did some crazy work around this what I feel and see right now is community of like-minded people and yeah. the uplifting yeah. Um, yeah. conversation like ours. Yeah, that's yeah. such a booster. Yeah, for for be more daring for um, yeah. uplifting each other so that everyone can embody and share their gifts. I think this is key. That's what, what I take away from our conversation that I know about, oh, I could do this, I can do that. Oh, how could I get rid of it? But yeah. a factor that is so helpful for me and inspiring is being in community and in yeah. conversation with someone yeah. that I don't want to say allow, but this word is here allows yeah. me to be who I am without judgment. And you are not talking my ideas small. You yeah. are just um, listening and that's so powerful. You are listening and you tell me, oh, wow, now I have a question for you. Yeah. I just heard that you said this and that. And asking me a question is so powerful to help me expand because I feel that you have my back, even though we just met each other yesterday. Um, <laughs> and so I think for everyone out there, it is so, so powerful to have people, like-minded people with the same frequency yeah. that uplift yeah. you, that raise the tide. Um, and yeah, I guess this is maybe a missing link in my life. Yeah. So then practically put on the shoes, go out the door yeah. and put out your frequency and to, to find that potential match. Okay, yes. Trisha, this is one of many. I look forward to more conversations with you and we can, oh, we have so many things to talk about. <laughs> but this has been, a wonderful beginning to uh, our our relationship. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that grows and how we fail. We can fail some together too. 
and have thank fun you, and learn. Thank you so much, Bradley, for having me on this show, for the beautiful conversation and for this perspective of more to come. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right. Talk soon.